So this is a question that I've pondered over the years and more recently having, uh, I guess, more experience and seeing, you know, more people I know that are working on their second attempt uh, going back to work, mm-hmm. which is, uh, you know, the, the people I'm, I'm happy for the people that I am fortunate enough to know uh, and attend uh, Obsidian because they seem to be in a really good place. You know, they, they learned a lot and uh, I think they're, they've got a better grasp on what they're dealing with. That being said, when you're talking about people who, I mean, if we're going to talk about nurses and hydromorph, which seems to be the, the biggest problem, that's a, that's a drug that we know is, is dangerous. If you, you know, you're off for a while, you go back and you decide to, you know, for whatever reason, if you relapse on a drug like that, the, the risk of overdose is significantly higher. Yeah. And for that reason, I've often wondered, are we paying enough or is the machine considering the circumstances enough of these nurses who, you know, are, are choosing to go back a second or third time. And, you know, that could go across the board for all healthcare professionals, but the long and short of it is what, you know, is, is there a number, you know, should there be some kind of a, a number that we use as a guideline? Like, you have you're allowed one attempt, two attempts, three attempts. How many attempts should you be allowed? Is it something that could ever be quantified? You know, I mean, obviously, this is going to be dependent on multiple variables, including uh, the main variable, which is the individual themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? Is this something that can be done? Is it something that should be considered? Is there anything here that we can do to improve? It's a tough one. I my first response that comes to mind is I don't know. I really believe that people should be allowed to live at risk if that is their choice. Mm-hmm. You know that everyone who lives at risk assumes that that risk, and 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 we, you know, that there's such a spectrum there, mm-hmm. um, and. For many workplaces, there's so many different risks associated with the with the job and with the workplace that you're at. And does a history of injury or a history of trauma, like say physical trauma, does that mean that someone can't go back to a, a job site or to a certain vocation because they injured themselves? And addiction is looked at so, so differently than, than those physical, physical injuries that people get at work. But we certainly wouldn't say to someone, you can't go back. There may be realizations along the way and physical limitations acquired through the injury that, that, that limit the person. Addiction, of course, is a far grayer picture than that. So those things that are obvious or overt aren't necessarily there. So it really does have to come down to kind of a case by case basis. Now, should someone go back into the exact same workplace where the exact same stressors are there and, and the environment is exactly the same and the access to the medications is exactly the same? I don't know about that. I think that I think that what feels wisest to me is to put someone in a different area, an area where there are less of those variables, less of those stressors, less of those risk factors. 
but should you eliminate them from that profession altogether right away on the first or first or second attempt? I'm not sure. We're also talking about um, professions that are are increasingly uh, short-staffed and increasingly in demand. So um, do you eliminate the possibility of this person working in that profession, working as a nurse again? I don't know. Yeah. What do you think? Well, my thoughts on it have been, I, I know that you should have it. I would say without hesitation that everybody should get at least one chance. I think yeah. we could, we can agree on that. For sure. I agree with all the rest of uh, what you just said, as far as it needing to be something that comes from the individual. And I've seen this before where people are very much in that, that mindset, like what, early on for me, I was like, okay, I'm, you know, let's get this over with. I just got to, you know, I got to pay my bills, blah, blah, blah. You haven't made the realization yet, the level of danger you're putting yourself in and that there's things that are much more important, <laughs> your mental health being one of them, uh, when compared to, you know, paying your bills. But I guess the best thing to see for me is when I see somebody who's in that state and they're kind of anxious to get back to work and maybe it's their first attempt, maybe it's their second, whatever. But what happens as they, as time passes and they continue to kind of unravel the, uh, the motivating factors that led them down the path that mm -hmm. got them to where they were, they start to see how dangerous the situation is and they st uh, respect starts to grow for what happened to them and mm -hmm. th the power of what happened to them and the factors that led to it. And I mean, we know what environment can do. We know what access can do when you're not ready for access. What you said about somebody going back to, to the same place, I think is, is something that needs to be discussed more. If we were going to make one change, I would say, yeah. if you are, considering uh, you've this is your second attempt and you're considering going back to an acute care setting or something that that has a large potential for trauma I think there needs to be some kind of a, another layer of protection or assessment and what I mean by that is probably a trauma expert of some sort should be monitoring that person and I think, the person should at least have all the information. And if they're in a state of recovery that is well enough to be back to any workplace, then as long as they're given them information about, okay, you know, this is what, you know, this is what we're seeing on second attempts with uh, pharmacists who uh, go back to this kind of an environment. This mm -hmm. is, uh, you know, this is the data. So, you know, that's what you're up against. Here's what we know happens if you go to somewhere that's a little less stressful. And, you know, if, if an individual is provided those kind of uh, data to look at, maybe, you know, if they're in the right frame of mind uh, and they've, they've reached a point of recovery that they can make a, a, a decision, an important decision like that, which they should be before they go back to work, then I guess, you know, if those safeguards were in place, then it, it should kind of, as long as the employer is willing to give them another shot. And I just, uh, it's hard to say right now because we don't have a lot of those things we need. So, yeah, 
And and I also wonder, it makes me wonder about the monitoring agreement. So that that, that is, I know, um, a time that, that becomes high risk for people that they're in, let's say, hypothetically, a three-year monitoring agreement. And they've gone back to that same, maybe the same workplace, maybe a different one. But presumably, they have gone back to somewhere where there is access to, to narcotics. Then that monitoring ends. And as far as the the you know the, the college or the re- regulatory body goes and the employer goes after a period of time it's taken off someone's record as sort of like a kind of a, a a good faith healing of that relationship where they say okay if you've worked for this long and you've done the three year monitoring agreement we're going to take that off your permanent employment record mm-hmm. um, and then any any types of sort of tethering to positive connection and to some of those things that keep people grounded in in their sobriety, for lack of a better word, uh, are now potentially gone. And I think that I, again, I, I I'm not saying I, I that I don't think it should be taken off someone's record, but are we doing a disservice by by cutting that off completely and saying you're healed, you're you're all done, we're taking it off your record, all of these resources that you had are now gone. I know a lot, a lot of people would say like when that ends, when that monitoring agreement ends and all of those obligations end, let's say, thank God I'm, I've got some freedom in my life back. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some individuals, that's great. But for other individuals, it it's putting them at risk. Well, yeah. I mean, we've seen people uh, relapse the day after their monitoring ends. That, uh, that happens, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, you've got, uh, you're into a, confidentiality slash human rights issue there. Yeah. But I think the more appropriate solution is to provide those resources to individuals, no matter what the situation is, whether they've had a problem with addiction or not. I mean, we're supposed to be taking care of our people who take care of us and our healthcare professionals are being just crushed into the ground without mercy. <laughs> uh, talk about any aspect of healthcare right now and see where there's, there's no emphasis on prevention. There's no preventative uh, care measures for employees. There's, you know, barely any for any, you know, right from structurally to logistically, anything to do with our healthcare system. It, it seems to be more of a pay now don't worry about tomorrow kind of the mindset is just, it's not sustainable. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is another area where I think uh, a lot of improvement could be made. Yeah. I think you're, you're bang on with what you just said that it's, it's not about continuing to alienate the individual who was addicted. It's, it's about looking after the community as a whole. Yes. Uh, And I totally agree with you. And, 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 because it's again, it's it's far more elusive than just the person who's stealing hydromorphone. It's the individual who's going home and drinking. It's the individual who's disconnecting from their families or who's continuing to smoke when they have tried to quit or going back to it, and 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 so on and so on and so on. There's mm-hmm. so many different variations on that same theme. Yeah, or works himself to a stroke, or is on the verge of suicide, but doesn't say anything until it's too late. I mean, there's you're probably seeing all those things are always out there Mm -hmm. right now. Everything is exaggerated and there's even less of those resources in place. Yeah. So yeah, it's, uh, 
it's a, it's a tough one. And I, I don't think there's a, a real solid answer there. I'm grateful that we live in a, a place where people do get another chance because there's, there's lots of healthcare professionals out there who they love their job. You know, that's, that's, that's what they like to do. And mm-hmm. they may have made some mistakes and bad decisions that, uh, or may have went through some, who knows what happened that, that got them to where they are, but I'm just glad they, they get another shot at it. That's uh, I'm proud of our healthcare system for, for having that available. But if you've gone through all of your treatment and time off work and not had the, had a conversation about, is this right? Should I go back? Should I go back to that same spot? Maybe that's a a miss. That's a miss. Yeah. Yeah, You know, I I think, I think the, the degree to which, um, you and I talk about it and, and our own specific community talks about it. I'm, I'm guessing is kind of unique that we talk about it more than maybe some others. Absolutely. <laughs> we, we, we probably have more people who make like the decisions that come out of our community are probably not in line with, with many others that are in the same situation. Yeah. yeah I would and, venture that too. Uh, yeah. And I'm, I'm proud of that as well. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, again, if if anybody's got any any input on that, I would love to hear people's thoughts and opinions on is there a limit? Should there be a limit? Maybe we shouldn't be putting anybody back. You know, one maybe one and done. You know, whatever you think, let us know, and uh, I'd I'd love to hear it. 